Bill Street Caravan is brought to you by the generous support of the Memphis Convention and Visitors Bureau. Memphis, home of the blues and the birthplace of rock and roll. I'm your host, Pat Mitchell-Worley. And I'm Kevin Cubbins. And you're listening to the Sounds of Memphis on Bill Street Caravan. On today's program, we have Rising Roots music star Grace Askew with us as she debuts songs off her new record, Scaredy Cat. Many of our listeners might recognize Grace from NBC's The Voice. She was the charismatic folky that won everyone's heart last year. Thanks to her appearances on The Voice and lots of hard work and touring, she's got an international buzz all over this new record. Before we hear from Grace, we'll check in with the Memphis Dolls. They were on the program last season, and we're so happy to have them back. Also joining us will be Bill Street Caravan contributor Eddie Hankins. Eddie will be continuing his series on Chip's Moment and all the hit songs that came out of his legendary studio. The series is called American Studios, Memphis's Hit Factory, and that's all coming up right now on Bill Street Caravan. Hey, Kevin, you look sort of tired. I'm tired. I'm very tired. I'm wore out. (laughs) Could that be from traveling? Yes, traveling a lot. You've been like, have bored, will travel. <laughs> yeah, pretty pretty much. Um, I don't know if our listeners have been following us on Instagram or Facebook, but um, if you have, you've seen a lot of pictures of Pat and myself on the road and me carrying around microphones and recording consoles and, and just getting it done. Yeah, it's been It's been phenomenal, actually. One small town, one big town, one small town, one big town. It's been a lot of great shows that it's going to be so awesome to have them on the season this year. From Jimbo Mathis, Mm -hmm. Alvin Young, Blood Heart, um, the show that we did on Bill Street in W.C. Handy Park, where half the audience was from around the world. Yeah. Only half the people there were from Memphis, and the rest were from all these locations. It was great. Yeah, and I noticed that kind of all over the place in all these towns. And by the way, what we're talking about is Bridging the Blues. Bridging the Blues is a new sponsor of Bill Street Caravan. And what it is, it's a music initiative um, that ties together uh, a series of events from Memphis all throughout the Delta in Mississippi and Arkansas. We traveled from Greenville to Clarksdale, to Cleveland, Cleveland, Mississippi, that is, (laughs) to Helena, to Memphis, back to Clarksdale. I think I went to Clarksdale like three or four times. Well, that's never a bad thing. Right. Gosh, (laughs) it was a blast. We we recorded shows at LD's Kitchen in Vicksburg, Red's Lounge in Clarksdale. It was, uh, we've got a tremendous amount of amazing material uh, that we'll be uh, broadcasting here over the next few months. Yeah, and the, the 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 cool thing about Bridging the Blues is it has these two bookends, one being the Mighty Mississippi Music Festival in Greenville, and then the other being the King Biscuit Blues Festival mm-hmm. in Helena. And then in between that, what a vacation, you know? Yeah. <laughs> You can just travel up and down, go stay in a hotel in a different town, you know, every couple of days and really get an experience in this rich soil that Mm -hmm. all this great music came from. It's part of the culture. It's part of the people. It's pretty phenomenal to to be from Memphis and even still to go to Mississippi is Mm -hmm. always an adventure. And what you mentioned about all the international visitors on Beale Street that night, I found that to be the case the entire two-week period. Mm -hmm. No matter where we were, you know, (laughs) 50% of the crowd 
was from Australia, Germany, Belgium, France. Yeah. It was amazing. And we met so many Bill Street Caravan listeners. It was crazy. There's, I remember having a conversation with some guys from Norway in Greenville about the new Norwegian note. <laughs> and they were just, how do you know about that? <laughs> what is Nor- Norwegian note? Oh, they have, they just have new, this new currency note that's pretty cool looking. Oh. And, <laughs> and they're just like, you know, I'm, I'm a geek, so I get into things like that. I just wanted them to sit around and speak a little Norwegian for me because my <laughs> mouth is just not meant to form those syllables, Mm-mm. you know? <laughs> So it was fun. It's nice to see how the music of of America is appreciated outside of America. It always makes you feel good about where you come from. Yeah. So So, with that said, we've got more music. We're reminiscing about the good old times we had touring. (laughs) Like we were our own little rock band. It was fun. But we got some great music, too. So we have Holly, Jonna, and Krista from the Memphis Dolls on the show. You mentioned Grace Askew's new record. Well, the Dolls have a new record, too. It's called Skin Like a Cage, and they're out on the road touring behind it right now. It's a really cool record. The Dolls have made great strides since we last had them on the show. Soon after they performed on Bill Street Caravan, they ended up going on tour with Jack White. That's a really good pairing. I can see definitely how he's drawn to their sound. And then after that experience, the dolls really sort of like hunkered down and started getting all those those pieces in place, like touring, booking, publicity. And then they went into the studio and made this great record. Well, Skin Like a Cage is a dense, dark folk sound full of sister harmonies and orchestral embellishments. And they had a little listening session at Arden and invited people to come in. And I told them, this record is grown up. This isn't like this record is full grown women who know where they're going and what they want to do. And it it, it really gets your attention and it's going to be fabulous to see how it's taken internationally. Their website is the Memphis Dolls, D-A-W-L-S dot com. Here they are live on Bill Street Caravan. There was a time when I didn't need you. Before I knew you, I carried pain like a locket, a golden, prideful secret.
Folks just tuning in, you're listening to the sounds of Memphis on Bill Street Caravan. Today's program is made possible by a generous donation from Bridging the Blues. Find more info about the music and culture of Memphis and the Delta region at bridgingtheblues.com. Today's program is also made possible by support from Southland Gaming. Southland, you bet we're closer. Later in today's program, we'll be hearing from Grace Askew. But right now, here's more from the Memphis Dolls. You guys might recognize this one from earlier tonight.
That was the Memphis Dolls live on Bill Street Caravan. Grace Askey will be with us in just a moment, but right now we're going to turn it over to Bill Street Caravan contributor Eddie Hankins. Eddie is continuing his series, American Studios, Memphis's Hit Factory. It's brought to you by WEVL-FM 89.9, Memphis's volunteer and member-supported radio station. This series covers a remarkable period in music history where producer Chips Moman cranked out hit after hit after hit. All from this little studio, just a mile or two from where you and I are sitting, Pat. Mm-hmm. Eddie is a veteran DJ at WEVL. He's been doing his show down in the alley for more than 20 years, and he's become quite the expert on American studios. He and the others at the station, including Brian Craig, Weevil's program director, felt like the story of Chips in the studio needed some dusting off. People needed some reminding. So they've been responsible for bringing the history to light again, including having a historical marker placed at the site where the studio once stood. WEVL holds a special place in our hearts around here, and you can stream the station online at wevl.org. Here's Eddie. Thanks, Pat. Thanks, Kevin. In early 1967, producer Chips Moman had had enough. It was time to invest in some new equipment. Along with the new equipment arrived the studio's first outside client, Florida-based DJ and record producer Papa Don Schroeder, was coming up to Memphis to help Chips break in his new toys. Schroeder arrived with cousins James Purify and Robert Lee Dickey, whom he was promoting as a brother act under the name James and Bobby Purify. They had a recent Muscle Shoals recorded hit with Dan Penn and Spooner Oldham's I'm Your Puppet. Penn and Oldham were now in Memphis at American and the core of what would become the studio's house band, known as the 827 Thomas Street Band for the studio's address, was in place. Reggie Young on guitar, Tommy Cogbill on bass, Gene Chrisman, recently employed as the keeper of the beat for Jerry Lee Lewis on drums, and Bobby Emmons, like Young and Cogbill, a veteran of the High Records label, on organ. Schroeder was blown away by the band and proceeded to put them through a marathon session that, with the assistance of coffee and pills, supposedly lasted more than two days straight. In addition, according to accounts of several of the participants, The new recording console was still being worked on as the session was going on, and thus was not fully functional. Despite all this, the Purifies came away with a top 15 R&B and top 30 pop hit, Shake a Tail Feather. American Studios recording song to hit the top 10 of any of the charts went straight to number one and on the all-important pop chart no less, staying there for four weeks during the summer of 1967 and in the process becoming the biggest single to ever come out of Memphis, Tennessee. 
The unlikely artists who accomplished this major feat were a band of Memphis high schoolers with a gravelly-voiced 16-year-old lead singer named Alex Chilton. A local rock band called the DeVilles had just convinced him to join their group and their manager had booked a session at American Studios. Dan Penn, who had relocated to Memphis from Muscle Shoals specifically with the goal of getting into record production, had finally convinced Chips Moman to give him an assignment, the DeVilles. As Holly George Warren recounts in her Alex Chilton biography, A Man Called Destruction, when the group arrived at American expecting to work with Chips Moman, they were disappointed to find instead the unknown Penn. Penn, however, was ready to prove to Moman that he could produce hits. With that in mind, he gave the group a demo tape by a little-known Missouri-based songwriter, Wayne Carson Thompson, and told them to learn the songs. The last song on the tape was called The Letter. Once in the studio, Penn coached Chilton on the vocals, including making sure he pronounced the word airplane in the opening line as aeroplane, and making sure he sang hard and with feeling. Chilton, having stayed up into the wee hours of the morning the night before drinking with his girlfriend and feeling the first effects of a cold, had little trouble achieving an appropriately gruff-sounding vocal. After getting American Studios bass player Mike Leach, the only person working at the studio that could write music notation, to add a simple string and horde arrangement, and then adding the sound of a jet plane from a sound effects album checked out from the library onto the end, Penn pronounced it ready for the world. Moman, however, disagreed, saying he felt the plain sound effect was too much, but finally relented when Penn threatened to cut the tape into a million pieces if it wasn't going to be released as is. Penn was vindicated when the group newly rechristened to their complete dismay the Box Tops after it was discovered there was another band named the DeVilles took the letter all the way to number one, the first Memphis-based artist recording in Memphis to hit the top of the charts. After the letter, the box tops needed a follow-up. This time Dan Penn himself, along with his writing partner Spooner Oldham, supplied the song, but not before overcoming a serious case of writer's block. After working with no success to come up with a suitable song for the group and with a box top session booked for the next morning, Penn and Oldham decided to pull an all-nighter. By 4.30 in the morning, they still didn't have anything and decided to take a break. They headed to Porky's, a small barbecue joint across the street from the studio. At one point, Oldham put his head down on the table and in frustration said, I could just cry like a baby. Sweet inspiration had struck and the pair raced back across the street to the studio and within 30 minutes, they had music and lyrics for what became the box top second hit, the number two pop smash, Cry Like a Baby, featuring Reggie Young on the electric sitar. Bill Street Caravan, I'm Eddie Hankins. Thanks, Eddie. We have a quick break for local announcements, but when we come back, we'll have Grace Askew with us. You're listening to the Sounds of Memphis on Bill Street Caravan.
Hill Street Caravan is supported in part by awards from the Tennessee Arts Commission and Arts Memphis. We're back, and we're about to hear from Grace Askew. Kevin mentioned this earlier, but many of our listeners will recognize Grace from NBC's The Voice. She was on the program last year and became a fan favorite. And I can totally see why. She stood out. She shined. And it took a lot of nerve and guts to do that. You don't typically see a roots music blues artist on these sort of programs. But she walked into that audition on a whim, really, and apparently just knocked the judges out. Got up there with her, her national steel guitar. and Which finger, was so cool. When finger-picked <laughs> blues, you know? Probably the first time they'd seen anything like that in, the, in those auditions. What some folks may not realize is Grace has been an artistic force for several years now. She's got several records under her belt, and she tours almost nonstop. Which is honestly why she's like never been on Beale Street Caravan until now. You can't Every get time her. we tried to have her on, I'd go look at her website, and she'd be on a tour somewhere. Right, so she's definitely got booking and touring figured out. She also has an enormous network of fans and followers that she stays in touch with constantly on social media. And she's built this entire thing all by herself. Amazing, right? Yeah, and can you even imagine? She already had a strong fan base before she did The Voice. Uh-huh. Then she did The Voice. How many people are watching that show every night? Yeah. And, and next thing you know, she goes from, you know, so many YouTube followers to millions. <laughs> amazing. (laughs) Her website is graceaskew.com. The new record is called Scaredy Cat, and it was recorded locally on hallowed ground at Sam Phillips Sun Studios. Here's Grace Askew live on Bill Street Caravan. All right, y'all, here's another one off the album. It's called, what is this one called? Sycamore Tree. It's more on the blue side of the blue tree. I hope y'all don't mind that. This is in G, as in Nat.
Stewart on the upright bass tonight. So ridiculously blessed to have these guys playing on this album with me, to have them here tonight. I just can't tell you how grateful I am to have these, these talents on stage with me tonight. All right, y'all, I'm gonna do one more for my, one of my biggest influences. This goes out to Keith Sykes. Cause I know he likes this song. And I know he's a fan of this songwriter as well. Keith is definitely one of my biggest influences.
keep on stopping staring I don't even see their faces Only the shadows of the rain La 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 Song off uh, well off of it's not off of anything, it's a single. It's called Empty Rooms.
Thank you. This is a treat, y'all. I'm having fun. We're having fun. Hopefully, y'all are having fun. Yeah? Okay. I like the sound of that. Maybe need a little more whiskey. I don't know. For folks just tuning in, you're listening to the sounds of Memphis on Bill Street Caravan. Today's program is made possible by a generous donation from Bridging the Blues. Find out more info about the music and culture of Memphis and the Delta region at bridgingtheblues.com. Here's more from Grace Askew. Bad. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Actually, we just got a couple more for you. Thank you so much for coming out. This one's for the sisters, though. It's about wanting what you can't have, because, you know, trouble's always going to be more enticing. I do it any day now, baby. 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 I do it any day now, baby.
All right, thank y'all so much. This is a title track for you guys. I also want to thank Matt Rossbang, I don't know if he's here, for um, just being a sport during our sessions at Sun. A real honor. All right, y'all, get a little scaredy cat in your system. Nah, nah, nah. 
so much. That was Grace Askew live on Bill Street Caravan. Special thanks to our supporters, the Memphis CVB, Arts Memphis, Tennessee Arts Commission, Bridging the Blues, and Southland Gaming for their support and making Bill Street Caravan possible. And we always like to remind our listeners to please show your support for public broadcasting. You won't find programming like this anywhere else. If you tune in to us and like what you hear, give your local station a call or an email and let them know how much you appreciate them. And while you're at it, give us a shout too. You can find Bill Street Caravan on all the social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Check in with us there. We've always got great updates and special features related to our programming. Next week on Bill Street Caravan, we'll have the one and only Jimbo Mathis with us. Bill Street Caravan contributor Eddie Hankins will continue his series on American Studios. Until then, I'm Pat Mitchell-Worley. And I'm Kevin Cubbins. And you've been listening to the sounds of Memphis on Bill Street Caravan.